Locked Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good afternoon, everybody here. Jeff Lloyd, your host of Locked On Browns, and as always, your team every day. Joined here, we're going to get you a short, quick one here. Nathan Zagar from Cleveland Browns Daily. First things first, Nathan, again, thank you for the time, my friend. Of course, man. It's great to be back on with you. Um, we're going to start here. Uh, Greg Williams, uh, you know, the demeanor over you know the past six weeks. How is, you know, I mean, seeing Greg smile a little bit and, you know, and kind of enjoying all this with all these young kids. How's Greg coming off to these young kids and coming off in the locker room on a day-to-day basis with these guys as the head coach? I think they absolutely love him. And I think one of the things that's really been stressed about Greg Williams is that he, you know, there is a mutual uh, respect between player and coach and also a mutual confidence between player and coach. And I think we've seen that translate in the success of this football team. So I would say that they are very excited about what Greg Williams has brought to bear as the head coach, clearly defined roles and responsibilities. Uh, He believes in the players and nothing said that more than going forward on that fourth down. He believes in the offense and he believes in his defense. And I think they love that the competitiveness he's brought to practice with those competitive periods. I really think it's just kind of changed the overall demeanor of this football team and, and the sole focus now is on winning and that's what they've done winning for the last five. And I think that's one of the key elements, though, is, you know, because with his fearlessness because of what he believes his defense can do, it allows his offense to do more because Greg doesn't mind taking a risk and putting it on his defense. It, it, and it's fun to see that. And, you know, these offensive guys, they never want to come off the field. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you, they've had so much fun. And, and you think about the fact that defensively now you have a lot of touchdown in the second half of three straight games. And, you know, I was talking to the players after the games, TJ Carey, Jabril Peppers, talked with Joe Schobert yesterday. And they all obviously wanted the offense to get it in Neal, but they knew that they were excited that now we get to be the ones who win the game for the team. And certainly with Jabril Peppers sack, they did just that. And, you know, they all were in the huddle hoping he would call the zero blitz again. He did. And one of the other things they've talked about is the freedom he gives his players. And that's on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. Jabril Peppers had a feeling of how the Broncos were going to protect given the look that the Browns gave them and the look that the Broncos gave back to the Browns. And so while he was supposed to loop around the outside on that blitz, he knew exactly what Denver was going to do and had the freedom to just run up that gap. And certainly that was the right call, the right instinct from Jabril, the right coaching. And he went out there and made that big sack. So I think they just love the freedom, the mutual respect, the mutual confidence. And it really is fueling this team. Yeah, and the thing that impressed me with Jabril and the way he handled that was he got caught a couple of times in his rookie year by leaving his feet and sometimes ended up making contact to a you know a quarterback's helmet. This time it was just straight north-south, don't leave your feet. And this time the quarterback, there was nothing he could do, so he just crumbled and you know, seeing Jabril and you know, the year that he's had because you know, a lot of people just view it through the statistics. And if you're going to look at that, I mean, you're dead wrong and you're not going to get the feel on Jabril. But you look at the overall game and here was one where he could find a say to sh- everybody, hey, kind of shut up if you want the statistics. Here, I gave you a handful tonight. Uh, yeah, he certainly did that. The interception and the sack, first time that a Browns player has had that double uh, hit there with the pick and the sack in a couple of years. So I think he's really coming into his own. I know Pro Football Focus has him as a top 10 safety for the season, uh, but he's playing the position he was drafted to play. I mean, the poor kid had to play free safety last year, but I think some of the skills he developed last year have really helped him this year. He's been much better in coverage. Uh, in fact, on his interception, running from the middle of the field over the sideline to make that big interception. So I think that some of the things that he went through last year, while they were very, very difficult, ultimately have been a help to him. And I think we're going to see now, you know, going forward more and more good play 
from Jabril Peppers and, and Demarius Randall, who I think certainly was shunned uh, in the Pro Bowl balloting. I think he deserved much, much better than he he got there. I think he should have been, A, on the team, and if not, certainly one of the top alternates. But it's exciting to see this team really come together. And the thing you saw, there was this still shot of Jabril's Peppers. And what you saw last year was there's a lot of time. You know, the, the angle was off or the timing was off. And you actually saw Cortland Sutton was a little off, where Jabril was just absolutely perfect because he literally just snuck in at the absolute second and made the play. So it was beautiful to see because now that he's really comfortable in what his role is, you can kind of just go a little bit outside of the box and sometimes ask him for something that he wasn't as comfortable with. And But now when you play him at a high confidence level, it starts to all come together. Guys, this is Locked On Browns. Nathan Zagara, kind enough to join us here again as we start to close out the 2018 season and close out the year. Locked On Cavaliers, Chris Manning. Obviously the team struggling, a whole bunch of changes going on there. But one thing that hasn't changed is Chris Manning is doing a fantastic job covering it. Go ahead, make sure you subscribe to Locked On Cavaliers with Chris Manning. Now, Nathan, now this is, for me, the biggest story point. Obviously, there's a lot of story points going into this Bengals game. Bengals game, there's always going to be a million story points. Obviously, Hugh is going to come back to Cleveland, another one. But Baker and Freddie Kitchens, this is going to be the first time in season that they're going to play a team who's already played them. So, you know, now they've got all the tape of, you know, what these two have done together, but the tape they, of what they did to us. So now we get to see Baker as a rookie evolve into a second matchup in a season. And obviously this is going to go on for years here. You know, you're going to shoot for six matchups per year within division. So him and Freddie, I think this is going to be a big thing to see how Cincinnati takes what they did the first time and tries to take that away and how Freddie and Baker basically counteract that. Yeah, well, you showed them a lot of empty sets the first time around, and I wouldn't be surprised if this time around they get a whole heck of a lot uh, of Nick Chubb in the face and then play auction off of that. I think what Freddie Kitchens has done a great job of is keeping it fresh every single week and you know, coming up with very good game plans, making adjustments where they are needed. And I'm excited to see what Baker Mayfield can do second time around. I mean, this is the first time, like, uh, not only have they seen him, but he's seen them. He knows their tendencies, what they're going to try to do, and I know – they're going to try to switch things up and have more success than they did the first time around. But I think the Browns are in a great position to continue to roll on offense, be efficient, and go out there and stick it to this Bengals team. This is a game not only should the Browns win, I really think this is a game that the Browns should win big. And I'm excited to see that because I think that this is an opportunity to take another step and you know really establish what this team is going to be going into the 2019 season. And, you know, for this franchise, a lot of time, you know, they were kind of, you know, the wounded animal on the side of the road that needed to be put out of their misery. Now they get a chance to start doing that to other uh, other franchises. And, you know, it would be no better, you know, feather in the cap to do it to somebody, you know, within the division who's done it to you for a while here. Right. And, and you know, the great part. The great part about it is the win here puts you at 3-1-1 one, one in the division. It guarantees you a winning record in the division this year. And it also, you know, puts you at 7-7-1 seven, seven, and one with the chance to go into Baltimore, dash their playoff hopes, go 4-1-1 one, one in the division, and more importantly, have a winning record for the season for the first time since 2007. Okay, and that is what I wanted to get to next year, Nathan. Um, the playoffs, obviously, look, it, nothing's over until it's over. But, you know, I mean, you know, very, 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 very small minimal opportunity. The 8-7-1, the 4-1-1 in the division, and this is something I've been harping on. How important is it to that locker room? Because, I mean, first off, you go 8-7-1 after 1-31 and and after 0-16. But also, you go into this offseason, look, there's going to be coaches hired. You know, you still have a free agency to battle, a draft to battle. But you're going into this offseason before you've done one thing with the confidence knowing that you are the second best team in this division 
Right, and I think that's huge, and then you'll be gunning for the Steelers. So, yes, I think that that is huge, and that is it's so important to continue the momentum that you've built. The good news is the momentum is real, and this is an organization headed in the right direction uh, with Baker Mayfield at the helm of it for a long, long time. But I think to be able to continue to go along and keep winning and now, you know, go to win five out of six with a win this weekend, maybe finish the season going six and one over the last seven games. I mean, that's crazy. That's unheard of. That's nothing none of any of us thought would be possible. And yet here we are. And so, yeah, you just got to keep going out, keep rolling and put some momentum that will be allow you to carry that forward into next off season. Because when you come to training camp next year, it's all going to be about the playoffs and winning this division. And I, I'm excited to be a part of that. And I can't wait for it. Um, and you know, and like we talk about a lot of times when we talk to each other, when you when you get to do this and you get to cover this product, um, you know, obviously times where you're just continuously losing, it's difficult, and you're trying to find ways to split the atom to, to cover it differently. But with wins, and then you get a week where it's Pepper's week, and you know, you get guys cast off Brashard Perriman and Greg Robinson. I mean, here are two young guys, you know, who basically are punchlines in the NFL. But these guys have solidified, you know, the fact that they were almost out of the league. And now maybe you know you know two to three more years in their career at minimum, just with what able able they've been do to uh, they've been able to do you know matching and meshing well with this group of young talent who looks like a lot of them are going to be stars. But you need guys who can contribute and you know be you know journeymen and beep it all. And it looks like two castoffs that brought in here are doing a fantastic job. And you know for any Browns fan I talk to, everybody wants both of them around. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? You know, that's what Dorsey identifying guys that were former first-round talents. Rob Perriman, they said, you know, the draft, the drops were a big issue. Hasn't dropped a pass here, and I think it just shows how much of an NFL player's performance is confident. I mean, both of these guys are incredibly gifted naturally, and now they're in a situation where they're being put in positions to succeed. Their confidence is growing as a result of that, and both of them are playing at a very, very high level. Both are still very young. Both can still contribute to this football team and this organization for years and years, and I think both will be, uh, I would be shocked if neither were here next year. I think both will be back, and I think for the Browns, it's exciting when you can find guys who come in and thrive in your system. I think that just speaks to the overall organizational health as well. That's not something we had seen in years past. And I give credit to John Dorsey. I give credit to the coaches. I give credit to the players and the leaders on this team on offense and defense. It's exciting to see, and it's a real sign, in my opinion, of the change that's here and the change that's real to the Browns. Uh, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't agree with you more, and it's refreshing to see. And you know, normally it'd be like, oh man, well, the only phone call we got when I'm on waivers or I'm a free agent was Cleveland. You know, it was a place where you just figured, all right, well, this is going to just seal it for me. But you know, you combine it with a Baker Mayfield and the way they you know creatively game plan. That Greg Robinson still does have a deficiency or two, and Bashard Perriman. You know, look, I can get deep, I can get open deep. You know, I, I just need to catch one or two to break the three year hangover I had down in Baltimore, and both these guys excelling and just you know giving more length and depth to this roster and overall skill. Um, guys, Cleveland Browns Daily, obviously, you know, Nathan and Bo do a fantastic job over there. Uh, Nathan, the Jim Ross, that was, it was absolutely outstanding. It was, it was great because the two of you just kind of just sat there and listened because, I mean, Jim Ross just didn't need a microphone and he could kind of go on for hours. Absolutely. He, uh, that was tremendous. And then I got the opportunity to MC his event with Jerry King Lawler the next day. Uh, it was great. And JR, you know, Loves Baker Mayfield, loves Oklahoma, and I love WWE, and he was the voice of the, you know, Monday Night Raw back when it was the WWF, and uh, it was just fascinating to hear some of his stories, and yeah, that was a lot of fun. We've had some, it's been a pretty good run here, and obviously when the Browns are winning, everything's more fun, and everybody wants to be a part of it and associated with it, and uh, it's great to take advantage of those things when you can. 
Yeah, just kind of funny the way it's worked out. You know, I mean, you know, guys like Jim Ross in the building, guys like Snoop Dogg in the building. I mean, this is stuff you would have never thought, you know, in the, in the past couple of years, the way things were going on up in, in Cleveland. Um, Nathan, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, I want to thank you for always answering questions for me and other podcasters. Obviously, you know, you, you, you're dialed in. You got a lot of access to information, and, and we appreciate the fact that you're always willing to lend a helping hand and help us do our jobs better. You know, because look, with this product, we all want to report better on it, and especially when the product is as good as it now. So I do appreciate you for your time happy holidays and all that good stuff uh my pleasure uh great to be on with you again and happy holidays and looking forward to talking about more browns wins and more fun and then you know playoffs and and beyond for this fun franchise but it's always great to be on with you and i appreciate you having me on no oh, thank you thank you so much go grab yourself a hot tea because you're up in about a half hour my friend yes sir thank you all right take care of yourself nathan appreciate it so all much man, you got it. thanks Bye.